Alrighty, welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. Um, we are recapping last night's board meeting. It's here in my paperwork. Uh, last night was December 12th. Feels like a, an hour ago and like a year ago at the same time. At it the was same a long time. Night. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, <clears throat> I, I shouldn't have even had to look at that because it's yesterday. It was your wife's, wife's birthday. birthday. That's yeah. right. So before we get started, my name is Eric Schwenk. I am a trustee in the village of Mundelein. I'm Kara Lambert. I'm also a trustee in the village of Mundelein. Cool. My house, my cameras, no taxpayer dollars in the creation or distribution of this podcast. Just my little disclaimer. There's no cat here today. Kind no cat, which is kind of interesting, but disappointed. there is um, cats and kids and a wife and birds and all kinds of stuff in this house. So a zoo, <laughs> pretty much a zoo. Uh, so there might be noise in the background, but uh, welcome to my craziness. It's fine. All right. So on with the show. Here we go. Take How do you want to go through this? Do you want to just like cover the topic at hand and then go through the agenda? Or do you want to like just. I mean, what what are they what do you think people are here for? To see your shining face, bro. To see my my shining face and <laughs> so that we could talk about the butterfly garden. You, I'm excited about the butterfly you and garden. Trusty Wilson are on my naughty list. Coal in your stockings. <laughs> Gosh. Anyways. All right. Well, let's talk about words. We'll just jump right in. Right. Do you want to do that or you want to go through the whole thing? Let's. Um... Go through the whole thing. Let's go through the whole right, thing real quick, but we're gonna we'll do public gonna, commentary. Yeah. So okay. so the the meeting was called to order, uh, you promptly. know, promptly seven o'clock. There was actually quite a bit of people there. It took us an extra minute or two because we had to get some extra chairs out of yeah. storage to uh, set Kudos up. to Trusty Wilson for doing that. Yep. Yep. Trusty Wilson was on it last night. On it. Um, we oh, did the pledge of allegiance. Here's a cat to join us. Come on, we'll talk about words. Come on, you want to hear it too? <laughs> and uh, approval of minutes. There was one public commentary. Yes, yes, you did not speak this last night. This public yet. commentary irritated the heck out of me. I know, and and as I was, oh. so so I approached this public commentary, you know, multiple ways. So Sammy was her name, and she was there to talk about um, a proposed business she has. A proposed business, and she's found a space on Park Street that she would like. Uh, commonly referred to as the old Abernathy store. Yeah. And she would like to open her salon there. And she's had her broker contact the, the broker that's the, the leasing and selling agent for that property. And she hasn't gotten a response from the property owner. Um, it was maddening. To it hear is her. maddening. Now. And I don't know what the village can do because the village has tried to reach out to this guy. The village has, has tried. I don't know if they're trying through the broker or not. I don't so know, but Gunther was irritated by it too last and night. I, and, <laughs> and I totally get it. That said, as a managing broker, I can tell you that I am an agent for my client. And if my client, if my client's response is do not call them back, do not engage with them, then that is my answer. I can't say my client told you that I can't engage with you. I am to not engage. I work for them. So there's some... Definite weirdness there, um, but hopefully, you know, uh, Mr. Gunther did say that he would try to reach out and if they can get all of them. I miss poor. Oh, it was really nice. It, it's, it's so frustrating <laughs> to know that somebody has a business, wants to open a business. She mentioned the the growth that we're seeing in the downtown area, Correct. and she would like to capitalize on that. I mean, duh, right? That makes sense. But this is just, it slowed her down almost six months now. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So okay. Anyways. Ir yes. We're irritated. I mean, I'm always irritated, but true. Okay. True. So next up, we went into a public hearing that was um, for the tax levy. 
Um, surprisingly, no public commentary, even though there was a ton of people there. Can you post the link to our media, our Monoline Minute that we did about the tax levy, like right here? Yeah. I mean, it I won't don't know be like it. right here, or like here, but it'll be down below like in the doobly doo. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to watch that about the tax levy, we talked ad nauseum about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So we literally went into this um, public hearing for, I, I write down the start and end times, and we were in this meeting for two minutes, um, just enough time to read the required items. And even though we did this tax hearing, one of the things that I mentioned last night during it was that it's not a required hearing unless you're raising taxes over 5%, and we are not over 5% of an increase over last year's taxes. Right. So we do this as a... Um, and above and beyond that we... Above and yeah. beyond for transparency as part of the Truth and Taxation Act, yeah. yeah. Okay, so now um, you guys probably want to hear about the Wirtz development. So we opened up the floor to a public hearing for that, and there was public commentary. Yes, yeah, so we um, had, what, five or six people talk? Yeah, so the first one, you know, so I wrote this down. We Actually, it wasn't that many. We had one, two, three, four. Yeah, you're right, five. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, uh, the first one, she spoke about concerns about traffic and environmental concerns. Um, I thought the Wirtz um, developer did a good job in addressing kind of the environmental concerns, and they're kind of building with their wetlands in mind. Um I've talked about this before, but I have a friend that lives in a development similar to that. And when mm -hmm. their development was made, there was also environmental concerns. And so she actually just texted me about this. She told me that there is a certain amount of open space that was guaranteed as part of the development, which I anticipate this will be similar. Mm -hmm. um, and then also there's like these mini stone hedges all around the development. And the reason for that is it's like doing acupuncture on the earth so that the earth can still breathe. Which hmm. I thought was fascinating. So Interesting. who knows what will come of this. But obviously what this shows is that this company that's doing the development, um, what's her name? DPZ, yeah. is extremely creative and open to overcoming environmental concerns. So Correct. And in a sustainable way. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the things that stood out to me last night is, you know, we, we, we often get public commentary on proposed developments and sometimes the developers listen and sometimes they don't. Yes. And and like you said, these developers not only listened, but but the legal counsel that spoke on, on behalf of the development team uh, for, for words and then the planners from DPZ. Um, Marina, she was, she was paying attention and yeah. taking notes, obviously, because she was able to hit some of these these issues when she yeah. was talking and during the presentation. And while we we get into this this whole annexation discussion here and about this development, what's important to note is nothing is finalized, and it's not even close. Not even close. All we did last night was welcome this parcel of land and the Wirtz family into the village of Mundelein. Correct. That is all we did last That's night. That's all it is, and it's setting the groundwork setting that stage for that future development. Right. So yes, of course, that's the ultimate goal here. But Kara and I have also been on negotiating teams and Where sat down with anywhere. developers who have spent money to draw plans to come to us with proposals. And we sit down to talk, sign letters of agreement and do all of that. And then we're back at it um, a year later over the same parcel because um, the agreement fell right. through. Right. With or, a different developer or with whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Right. So. Yeah. Not like We're this hopeful. sounds like a full faith, you know, in good faith yep. pitch and all that stuff. But who knows? Correct. Right. Yeah. So I'm 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 hopeful. But keep in mind that this is the first step. In and that first step is welcoming 740 acres into the village of Mundelein. Correct. 
Yeah. Okay. The next public commentary was from somebody from the Manitou Watershed Alliance. Yeah. Again, the environmental concerns. Gloria. Yep. yep. And then John Riggio spoke in favor of this development. He lives out that way. He's a member of the church out there. And then I, uh, you could have knocked me over last night with a feather when I saw these two approach the podium. <laughs> um, <laughs> District 79s um, and District 120s uh, superintendents were there, as well as members of their board. Correct. And both came out in favor, strong favor, mm-hmm. of this development, and they're both poised and ready for growth. They're both ready for growth, and they, what I took from it was they're excited to see this development. They just want to see the table because they understand that it's going to affect their um, their operation, for mm-hmm. lack of a better totally. word. But how, how many students are coming into yeah. this development, all of that is definitely going to impact them. And, and the developer told us last night that those numbers will be forthcoming. And, and they do a good job of projecting that out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, I will point out that two years ago, I think it's time kind of blurs now, um, I sat down with 120 and we were talking about impact fees and we were having this discussion about, you know, ordinance and whether if we need an impact fee or blah, 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 whatever, who cares. But what I thought was fascinating is that their graduation numbers and their enrollment is the same as when I was there. Wow. And that was one bazillion years ago. Right. So right. their enrollment's flat and they're poised and ready for growth. So Wow. So yeah. in, in 60 years, we haven't in grown. In 400 years, they haven't grown much. <laughs> um, and then some Mary Wender spoke about affordable housing. And I yeah. thought her statistic on um, the number one demographic that is in search of affordable housing is women age 65 to 70. Yeah, that was, was surprising to me. It's, you know, it, it it's not something that I would have thought. I don't know. I guess that, I that could just be maybe? I don't family. Know. I, I don't know yeah. what I was thinking um but that that demographic but marina also touched on that a little bit too yeah so they're they're aware of the need for that so so let's get into the meat okay i i said it last night i have chicken scratch because i was trying to take so many notes you know this is hardcore when both of us have our notes here yeah right that's true for anyone else that watches any other episodes you'll see there's never my notebook is never here and i'm always relying on eric's but i i brought mine out because probably both of us have different things that stood out to us i'm i'm gonna start with generally when we sit down at a board meeting we have had the opportunity to look over a lot of this information right and this was one that we did not get any information this was on. This top whole, secret for the whole slideshow, all of it Nothing. was um, presented to us for the first time last night. We had not seen this development at all. We we would have conversations behind the scenes about, hey, what do you think about this? Is this something? But we that... didn't even know the plans. Right. Right. Like we, we just... were looking at pa- we were looking at pieces of paper that taylor would do from memory right like he was like sat down in a meeting and was like oh i think this is what they talked about right yeah we had no right facts like hard details yeah exactly and and yeah so we would have these conversations like hey this is the the this is the proposal that's come to us as concept right you know can you support this can you not tell us what you think anything that you're looking for specifically that kind of stuff so but this is the first time we'd seen uh, any renderings of the space, any or who was designing it? Yeah, the design right. team, anything around how it would look, the streetscape, the the houses, the anything, the mix of type of houses, any of that. Yeah, all of it was brand spanking new. Right. Um, so, I I don't even know where to start. So let's start here. 
It's 740 acres. Yeah. And it will all be R1 residential. For now. For now. Thank For you. now, as it's annexed in, it and will be our one. The this agreement that we're re- that we just entered in goes through twenty twenty five. They anticipate this to be a twenty five year project. Correct. Um, the Wirtz family is going to stay involved through that. Well, they're staying years. in their homestead, right? The they're farm, s- the farm is staying. The farm is staying, and they said that they're they're going. They plan to maintain that property. They've maintained it for one hundred and sixty, and they hope 18, to maintain 15, it eighteen fifty seven. Yeah, uh, for another one hundred and sixty. So they're going to open up that farm for use, and there yeah. will be gardens, community gardens, community agriculture. There, it looks like they were talking about adding another barn, equestrian. <sighs> As a rider, I get really excited about that. Yep. Um, and what I thought was really interesting is that there, this this development incorporates rental and sale properties. Rentals, sales. That will all look the same. Single family know. homes, town homes, apartments. Right. And all of that on one street. Mm-hmm. And that cohesively it, designed so they look together. They look together. Correct. Um, I mentioned last night during the board meeting, I have read, and I've mentioned it on the podcast, a number of books. Um, I I have a collection over here. So (laughs) um, Walkable City, Walkable City Rules, Palaces for the People. If anyone's watching and wants to read them. Uh, yeah, Eric let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll loan them out. <laughs> um, some are Kindle, but most of them are hard copies. Um, Strong Towns is another one. And as I mentioned these books, Marina, the, <coughs> the planner, um, she she kind of she kind of lit up about and it. She because, yeah, and she was nodding along. Yeah, she's like, yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, so it's it's nice to hear that some of these plans that have been designed are have been put into place in other communities and they've been successful. And to know and that hugely we're, successful. Correct. You know, like I was looking. We didn't know DPZ was the designer before this, right? So I, I pulled them up quickly and kind of like filtered through the list. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, Norton Commons. My best friend lives there. Okay, got it there. And she, you know, she moved there solely to live there. Right. Like she, they moved from Charlotte to live there because it was such a cool neighborhood. Right. Um, also, Playa Vista in California. Oh, I lived there. So like knowing that they designed all these like places that you would never, that you thought happened organically. Nope. They're all completely planned. Um, and the, the list of developments that they've worked on is extensive. Correct. And all the way from, I don't know if you noticed it, but there's one in Atlanta that was like literally three condo buildings. Yeah. So like all the way from like the size of three condo buildings to huge. And I love that the one in Florida was where they filmed the Truman Show. I had no idea. And that just made me smile. Well, and and the one they did, uh, the one that Rosemary Beach one, right? Uh, Uh, Santa Rosa Beach. Yeah. Yeah. That is a huge tourist destination now. I mean, that won't be us. Obviously, we don't have this nice, beautiful beach. But, you know, like that to show that that's what they create and that's what they draw in. So... We could ramble so, forever. Keep going. Right. So about this development, um, of course, these numbers will change, but there's a proposed uh, 1,200 homes, 800 um, townhomes, and 600 apartments, if I remember. That number may be flopped, right? So 600... Townhouses. Townhouses, 800 apartments. You got it. Yeah. And um, like we said, they're all going to be on the same streets. And these streets are proposed to be much narrower than a normal street. Which we've talked about and why you want that. I want that because it makes it walkable. It slows traffic down. It's a natural way the driver um, feels slightly unsafe. And that makes it more safe for pedestrians right. because it forces Marina traffic to slow down. Marina touched on that last night, right? Yep. yep. And it's, and it's um, dang it, I feel validated. I've been beating that. 
be that drum for a long time and it's, it's nice it. to, to to feel validated on that that yes we need smaller streets to make uh make people on the streets right. feel safer which is a weird thing to think about it is but it um, works in addition so there was 1.8 million square feet of commercial healthcare and industrial proposed yeah so there is a vision to have some like light warehousing and industrial on towards the outskirts towards peterson road which is north good job kara yes and i don't do well with directions we know this um and then healthcare and commercial and they, they integrate that commercial into the housing so that Marina, you know, the developer was talking about how during COVID she didn't have to leave her. She never left her development for three months. She did all her shopping there. She did her, yep. got coffee there, whatever. Um, and she walked to it all. And then another thing that I thought was pretty interesting um, is they touched on perhaps there would even be their own private school in the area. So um, a lot of their communities do and have schools in it. Not a private school. Well, they, they said no. Oh, I but know. it could be a public school. Fair. That that it, it's just that they they may include a school into this development depending on what their the, research dictates. Correct. So correct. Which which then all of those kids walk to school, which just creates a nice kind of like traditional neighborhood feel. Correct. So they're they're trying to create the old school feeling of community. Yeah. And and making things smaller of a footprint in order to bring homes together but also bring people, people together. together yeah and that's huge in these communities huge. absolutely absolutely and so it, what else and it's also important to understand that this may not be a community for everybody you know one of the statistics that stood out last night was that uh 50 of americans want to live in a community that's that's listed as a walkable community well that means half of people don't half <laughs> want more space half right. want um Bigger yards, bigger yards. Yeah. They Away want from their neighbors. what we yeah. now know to be the the traditional, although it is not, but the um, subdivision, the subdivision, the Cambridge, <laughs> right, quarter of an acre lot, right. blah blah blah. Right, and on a cul-de-sac. There's plenty of those. We have those. This is just another type, another type of housing stock um, with multiple housing stocks included. A different way of looking at things, a different way of living, and there are people that will want this just like there's people that want what Mundelein has today mm -hmm. yeah what else you got one of the things that i was hitting on during during my uh my time to speak if you will during the board meeting was some quick takeaways from looking at the the plan as it was presented one was immediately it stood out to me that there's no cul-de-sacs we know cul-de-sacs from they're today's developments they're a pain for works. our public works the eyebrows, which are like a cul-de-sac, but a little bit wider, just off to the side, allows the developer to add an extra uh, lot or two in. Yeah. There's just no place to put snow, and it just turns into a, a nightmare, yeah. and it becomes more pavement that we, the village, have to care for. Or rather, as I said last night, we, the taxpayers, have to care mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. um, ADUs, auxiliary dwelling units, you want to be able to put a house in your that backyard? That was crazy that they talked about. Do it. Um, you know that that helps solve housing problems and and it increases tax revenue and i i don't see the problem welcome your neighbors um there was or your kids yeah your kids or your in-laws like whatever whoa, whoa, whoa. how about in-laws i don't know either I'm looking. but kids i'm i'm, I'm with you for yeah. for a while for a while for a while yeah. um i love the promenade that they were displaying on the lake uh it reminds me of what we were working on with diamond lake right uh yeah. in, in creating those plans there's, there's just so much good. And one of the things that I really hit on and one of the things I'm going to be watching is how the density of this project will pay for the infrastructure going forward. 
because the numbers don't work out today. Right. She sort of touched on that a little bit with mm-hmm. like the width of the streets and like how they lay out the streets. And it's all very super calculated. And it almost wish, makes me wish that Cambridge would have thought of that, you know, 50 or 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Well, I don't think it's that <laughs> something that we knew then. No, we I, definitely I, didn't. Yeah. Right? We definitely didn't. And now it's be, definitely being made aware of during these plans. But But having these conversations with the the developers today they just don't want to hear it because they don't have to maintain that infrastructure going forward they just have to build it out to begin with and then leave and then they're out they right. bounce and they're gone right and they think this is the the housing stock and the product that people are wanting and it is right. but that's only because we don't have any of the other right so this is exciting but go ahead. It'll can, be cool to watch. No, I'm done. You're good. You throw, throw some of your takes out there. That's what I, uh, well, you guys like threw me on the spot. Like everyone spoke last night and like said all the things. And I was like, all right, uh, I got nothing. Why well, you go first? Yeah, but I'm always nervous. Oh, I still get nervous. Oh, I just don't like to sound like an idiot. That's all. You know, well, <laughs> too late. I know <laughs> oh, I'm aware. So that was it. And that was like an hour of our meeting and it was good. And uh, it was super fascinating and there'll be more to come. And like, this isn't the last time they're going to be before the board, right? Correct. Correct. So, here we go. Here we go. Hold on tight. So that was. So that was presentation. Huge part of the. Yep. Meeting. The and absolutely. Then there was part. chances for the public to ask questions, and no one had. There questions. was. A, was there one? There was one. one oh yeah, statement. yeah. I'm sorry. There was yep. one statement. Yeah. About the environmental impact. The environmental impact and flooding. And flooding. Yeah. So. Yep. And that's something that will definitely got to uh, be worked out. It's Mundelein. We're absolutely um, aware of flooding aware of flooding and it's something that's top of mind yeah and we do have new uh this is what i was thinking about last night we have new guidelines from the uh oh my gosh what was the water commission it's the stormwater commission oh yeah, lake and county stormwater the commission, lake, yeah. lake county stormwater commission and they have updated the rainfall numbers to include some of the you know, the, the hundred year storms that you're only supposed to get every hundred years that, that we've had yearly. multiple yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this rain data in, incorporates that. So that's something that will be looked at right. uh, closely as, as we move forward. So we went into the mayor's report after a, a five minute potty break. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> first up, we, we canceled the, the board meeting on December 26, 2022. And, and I think I talked about this in last year's podcast. Uh, you did. I don't like canceling it because it's our job to be there. But I also recognize that it's not just you, the trustees and the mayor that show up. There's a staff that works every day. There's a staff that has to put packets together and an agenda together and then show up to the meeting. So we're requiring the village administrator. the uh, They would be basically like working. Well, they would be working like the 22nd, 23rd. Well, not only that, which is a, a normal business day for the village, right? But the twenty sixth is a federal holiday. Oh, fair. Everybody's off. Yeah. And in in the business world, offices are closed. Mm-hmm. The employees are off work. Yeah, because Christmas is on a Sunday. Because yeah. Christmas is on a Sunday, so that makes sense. It just doesn't make sense to have to bring everybody into work because I think that the elected <laughs> officials should be there, and it's not about me. In this what one. I know. And just in this one instance. In this one instance, yes. Okay. yes. Every other time, it is. I am that big-headed. Thank you. That <laughs> that is a soundbite that's going to get pulled out. Of oh context. my gosh! Yes, it is. <laughs> yep. So uh, next up was something to do with um, a grant. Um, for- Trustee Schwenk is being annoying. So for this, 
I am not the second year in the row, but the two out of three years we've won, yeah. we've received the American Bloom grant. The first year it paid for, which was the first year we applied for it, it paid for the um, under overpass uh, on South Viaduct. Lake Street Viaduct, whatever by Jewel. Yeah. The bridge by Jewel. You know Can where you go that? down by Jewel and it got all pretty? <laughs> yeah, the trees that are there, it paid for that. Um, last year we didn't get it, but this year we will receive it again. And it's to put a butterfly park in to Cortland Park, which we originally wanted to do, but we cut it out as part of the value engineering that was needed yes. to be done. Yes. Um, but I will say this grant, you know, it's nice to receive, but it is a pain to get. It's a pain to get, and it's a matching grant. So we have to come um, up with the funds to match it. But which is which is okay because it's still paying for fifty percent of yeah, the project. Right, exactly. Right. Um. So this came out of the beautification committee, which Trustee Ross and I um chair. But so I'm glad we got it. Yeah. No, I think it's awesome because we were we were sad to see the butterfly you and garden. Trustee Wilson. What? Just you because guys are, I. You guys are never allowed in that butterfly garden. Okay. Was never. This, was this because I paused before voting last night? <laughs> yes, and Trustee <laughs> Wilson was like, I was losing sleep over that butterfly garden. <laughs> You guys are not allowed there. That's awesome. All right. So next up was another grant. This one is not a matching grant at all. No, and but this, this, is, came, and this is fat. This is a fat one. Yes. Holy. Uh, 600000 that came through um, Congressman Brad Schneider's office to Park help Street. fund Park Street and some of the um, the initiatives that we have going on there for the enhancement stuff, yeah. which is awesome. So Free money is good. Thank you, Congressman Schneider. Seriously. Uh, and then we amended a Class B liquor license. There was change in uh, ownership. Yeah, the change in ownership here. Um, not a big deal for, I think it was Quick Pick Liquors, yes. right? Yeah. Under trustee reports was the annexation motions. So both of those passed. And we discussed that ad nauseum. So we won't yeah, go into it we won't here. Go but into it there. Yeah. Um, welcoming that 740 acres. That's, That's it, it for now. That's it for now. We'll yep. find out more and later. A, and a plan to move forward. Right. But only the plan. Right. Um, and then a big program grant which I love is these. Um, a redundant so name but the big program we gave uh, about ninety five hundred dollars to donna's florist she is moving locations and is installing the ada bathroom so this yep. is covering some of those costs next up was a plat of vacation and easement for deatus resubdivision this was a cleanup moving, as adam said yeah as adam said uh, mr boucher said it was a, a cleanup moving a uh, stormwater easement from the front of the property to the back of the property. Correct. Under the finance committee, hey, that's me. It's you, man. Take it away. We did the property tax levy ordinance. So this we discussed um, a lot, a Ad couple nauseam. of medium. There's a medium. Uh, doobly do below, <laughs> right? And um, the 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 tax amount is. Um, Sixteen million six hundred and eighty-three thousand eight hundred and forty-seven dollars, and that this is one of the weird things about municipal government. Here we are, in December, but this started back in May and ends in April of this year. Yes. So you, you know, it's just so we'll have to make our we... budget figure out the budget for that number. Basically, Correct. they back into it. They back into it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then we did the property tax levy abatement of one point, rough, just under one point seven million, and then the governing body bill approval which is back down to its normal amount compared Thank to you. last time. We had to pay bonds. We paid bonds last time. So it was upwards of $2 million. This time it's $526,295.18. Yep. That was it for finance, public safety. We had nothing. The last Coffee with a Cop is next Friday at the Starbucks on 83. Um, so from 8 to 10 in the morning, if you have any, you know, want to say hi to the police. There you go. Go hang out. Um, fire didn't have anything. I was kind of, I forgot, but it slipped my mind. I wanted to know how many, how much blood they got. Oh yeah. They had the blood drive on, yeah, on we'll Saturday. We'll probably know at the next meeting. I'll ask Chief Lark, but I That's just That's true. Yeah. 
So nothing under building, nothing under transportation. Um, there was the omnibus vote items. There was a, a variation that we talked about last time. For a fence. Time. Yep, for a fence. And um, sludge hauling, which is, you know, all of the, the good stuff the that comes solids. out of the, uh, the digesters, <laughs> the solids from the, the waste facility. Oh, um, under other reports, I did mention that we... Uh, you should mention that. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to go. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> Padel Club opened uh, recently in Mundelein, and we did their ribbon cutting yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon, and it was amazing to go and see this facility. They have seven courts inside to play paddle, padel, padel. Paddle. Come on. Is it padel? Yeah, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay cool. Anyways, it's. A beautiful facility it is just the designed. lobby area. The looks lobby insane. is beautiful. The the whole like restaurant vibe. They've got um, Italian food that comes from a restaurant uh, in Winnetka. Don't quote me on that. And they they have the ability to, to cook it, so it comes you know really? not, not finished, and then they cook it in these ovens and they do pizzas and all kinds of good stuff. They've partnered with a coffee company, so they have like a beautiful espresso machine and all, the, all the top Wanna coffee. Want to go play paddle this weekend? Sounds so they, awesome. They have beers from Spain, um, and and the owner is is so extremely energetic and passionate about this. He, this that, is his passion project. Yeah, it is a passion project yep. for him, and it, and it it absolutely shows. And it's a beautiful facility. And one of the things, and what I mentioned last night was he toured over a hundred buildings That's in the Chicagoland area, approached a few municipalities and was told no, they wouldn't give him a variance because they wanted the light manufacturing for this or that, that their numbers just didn't work or whatever it was. And he was told no. And this landlord said, yeah, if you can get it through the village, thumbs up, you know, we'll rent to you. So we gave him the variance. He signed a, a five-year lease with a five-year option and opened his, opened his doors within three months. So that is an attestment to the village staff getting things in front of the board to make decisions, to move the, the property forward, to yeah. move the project forward. And our building department, not sitting on building permits, but issuing them, doing the checks, and getting those doors open for yeah, the Yeah, that's awesome. So it just kind of... It blew my mind to see this all come through so fast because we have a lot of projects, like we said. Or the poor lady on Park Street that can't get her yeah. salon open. Right, exactly. So we, we see those, we hear about those, but it's also good to see one that, that happens Usually so successful. quick. So yeah. check them out. Sounds yep. awesome. Yeah, so they're awesome. Uh, dot -E com. There it is. Put the, put the Paddle thing there. Can you put the thing? Put a link to it. You are all over this I don't today. even know what this is, but <laughs> put a link to it, okay? <laughs> so that was it for the meeting. We were out of there uh, just after 9, and uh, that was it. It was too late. I know. It, was, it, it felt late. like a late night. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. So that, And that's our last meeting of the year. That's it, yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a wrap, folks. That's a wrap. Do we cut season here? No. No. <laughs> okay. No. Anyways, have a good Christmas. Have a good holiday. Be yeah. Safe. We'll see you in the next video, and uh, if we don't see you before the holidays, have a good holiday. There you go. All right. All righty. Bye. Bye. All right. I gotta go pick up Theo. Okay. Hold on. I gotta get in that. <laughs>